0: Thank you for tuning in. We'll get to your program right after this short word from our sponsor. Do you wake up feeling like your best days have passed you by? Omega-3s are essential to the health of your body and cells. Scientists say an imbalance in the omega-3-6 ratio is a major cause of many illnesses. You need testing to know how healthy your cells are. Without testing, you're only guessing. Test yourself at home and start feeling better today. Find out how by calling Rick Kroll at 305-933-4219. Welcome to the Home Business Success Show. Join us as we speak to home business entrepreneurs for tips, tricks, do's, and even don'ts for running a successful home business. Welcome, everyone. This is Hank Eater, also known as Hank the PR Guy, host of the Home Business Success Show, and you're listening to bizradio.us, all entrepreneurs, all the time. We'll be joining my guests right after my two-cent marketing minute. What comes to mind when I mention branding? Some think it's just good logo and website design, but it's so much more than that. It has to be the core of your message, the very essence of your business. I find it perplexing that people will spend many thousands of dollars on their websites without any thought to their target audience and purpose and without branded copywriting that makes that glittery new website website shine. It's all part of the picture and without all the elements in place. You just don't have good branding. Speaking of branding, my guests today, Alex and Kati Pauls, are KP Design. They are branding, website, and SEO creative experts. KP Design is an intuitive digital design agency that offers entrepreneurs and businesses custom solutions to elevate their brand so they can make more money. Everybody wants to make more money (laughs) from branding to websites to print materials. It's all integrated and all the pieces fit together. They met when they were 15 years old and have been together ever since. This year marks their 24th wedding anniversary and the 21st anniversary of KP Design, as well as their fourth year in business together. Alex and Kati have two teenage daughters and a dog named Bear. They love motorcycling, doing yoga together, playing board games, of which Wingspan is their favorite, reading, writing, and traveling. Welcome to the show, Alex and Kati. Thanks, Hank.
1: Thanks for having us.
0: Oh, you're welcome. My pleasure. Well, if we could get the ball rolling, please tell our audience what it is that you do.
1: So we do um, a lot of creative things. And, uh, you know, I'm in charge of the branding, the website design. I do logo design, graphic design. And Alex is really the people forward person. So he interacts with clients, he scouts people out and helps people, points them in certain directions. And then he does the SEO as well, and layers that on top of my designs so that whatever I design, people can find it.
0: Well, that's a great combination, because so often, and I've had this problem myself, that I'm wearing all these hats, and I'm doing all the work. And then I'm also trying to do the sales. And I'm also trying to do, you know, all the um uh, the public interaction. So it gets tough. So that's a pretty good combination. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Would you, if you would, please tell us how Kati came to be called the brand Alchemist.
1: I really love the word Alchemist. First of all, The Alchemist is my favorite book. Above any other book ever written, The Alchemist, it feels like every word was directly channeled. Like not a human could have written it without the help of something higher than himself. So every time I read it, there's this spark of inspiration that comes. And then when I sat down to name myself, I didn't want to just be the branding expert or the branding strategist. I wanted it to be something unique that really kind of conveyed the process of working with me. So when you think of The Alchemist, it's a little bit of magic and a whole lot of transformation. So we take one thing and turn it into gold. We take that idea that that that's out there in the ether, and we turn it into this tangible, beautiful, creative product.
0: Awesome. Who was the author of that particular book, The Alchemist?
2: Uh, Paulo Coelho.
0: Okay. Okay. I haven't yep. come across that one in my college days when I used to dabble in many, many things. I did read up quite a bit on alchemy, And the Hermetic philosophy. And I learned at the time that the real goal of alchemy was the transmutation of the baser human nature into the spiritual nature, and that the allegory of turning uh, lead into gold is kind of like a symbol for it. But I don't Mm -hmm. know if way back in the day, maybe there were alchemists who who did that. But that's Mm -hmm. cool that that's pretty much uh, that's that's a brand I'd say kudos to that branding, the brand alchemist. Well, <laughs> <laughs> next, if you tell tell us what makes KP Design unique,
2: I, I would say that the two of us make KP Design unique. the The entire experience of getting to know who we are as, as people. We don't farm out any of our um, our work at all. We we do everything in house. And when we meet with clients and we meet with potential clients, they get to meet us as as people. And we basically show them what we've done in the past, what we're excited about, what, and then we learn about what, you know, what they do. And we figure out if we're a good match for each other because we don't just work with everybody.
1: When they step into the meeting with us, there's an expectation of something is going to be changed, something within them in this whole process of branding, but also something for their visuals to the people that are interacting with it. Anytime you step into a meeting with us, there's going to be a transformation of some kind. There's going to be some kind of light that goes off, an illumination of whether we're solving a problem right there on the spot just because we're talking, or we have ideas of how you should take your your business one way or the other, whether you work with us or not.
0: Yeah, it seems to me if we want to follow the, um, you know, the the alchemy uh, comparison, Uh, it's a transmutation that's taking Mm -hmm. place. Uh, I love that. For sure. So, so yeah, tell us why it's important or very important to have a unified branding strategy for your business, not necessarily your business, but all of us. Why should we have a unified branding strategy? What makes that so essential?
1: Yeah, so – as everybody knows, the marketplace is really saturated. There's a lot of people out there and there's a lot of answers to their problems. There's a lot of people to choose from. So if you have a unified brand from the start, it makes the messaging that much clearer. It makes it that much easier for the person looking for your solution to find you. So your website has a brand. And it's recognizable and it's emotion invoking. And then they go on social and see that exact same thing. And they're still having this same reaction to it or a print piece of material that they're interacting with. If your brand is consistent, you automatically become the expert to them.
2: There's nothing worse than going to a website and then checking out the social and there being a disconnect. And then all of a sudden, and it doesn't take very much, right? Like it, it, it could be a split second and the person could be confused. It is, you know, Hank, you know, uh, the home business success show or is is he the PR guy who, you know, like who? who is this guy? Right. Like it doesn't it really doesn't take much to, to confuse people and to say, oh, is, do I have the right person here? Am I am I on? Have I gone down the wrong trail?
1: And a confused customer is not a purchasing customer.
2: Right.
0: So the message has to be clear. It has to evoke the emotions, and it has to have a very clear call to action, what it is that you want the person to do next. But it sounds to me like you also, in dealing with the branding, you work with clients to make their social media consistent with the brand as well. Am I correct on that?
1: Yeah. So there's that option that after I create the brand and I flow it through their website, I can further help by implementing the brand. So I can go into your Canva account and set up all of the templates for you that you would need, and that way, when you show up with a graphic, it's not like orange when your brand is blue. You know, it's it's so easy just to borrow a template from Canva, but without you overlaying your brand on top of it, it's misaligned.
0: Right? Yeah, and that's something that uh, mere mortals don't really understand <laughs> when they're going even even if they're using Canva to make designs, and Canva. I've used it before, and I've got some graphics experience from, you know, my Paleolithic days. I've got some some, <laughs> some graphic experience. However, Canva can be very overwhelming. There's sure. tons and tons and tons of stuff on that. You start looking through their templates, and yeah. So I could see how that maybe will cause uh, people who are not brand- designers and graphics designers and web designers to have a disconnect yeah.
1: for sure um, a common misconception with canva is that it it doesn't make you a graphic designer just because you can use canva you're not a graphic designer or you're not a brand designer you might as well have your brand alchemist come in and set it up for you so that I mean, it saves you a whole lot of time if those templates are there already and all of your fonts are loaded and you know how to use them because it's been outlined for you
0: Right, and it's not just the time that it's going to save, but it's also the consistency and the quality of the messaging that you're sending out.
2: Yeah, sure. and then and then it doesn't necessarily have to be the business owner that that uses the account. It could be the VA or executive assistant or you know wh- whoever is in charge of the marketing.
0: Right. Yeah, there are a lot of companies, I'm sure, especially as you get into the bigger companies where it's definitely not the owner who's going to be doing the hands-on
2: Right. And then that and that's another disconnect that you don't want is when you're handing off your social media, let's say, to a social media company, you want to make sure that they implement your brand correctly and your brand strategy correctly, and to have the right tone of voice and not just not just the graphics, but to be, you know, speaking to your people.
0: Right. Well, if that social media company such as yourself, uh, you know, uh, the branding company, and uh, social media, not the social media, has designed the whole branding package, they're, of course, going to understand the voice and everything about the brand. So next, tell me what it's like working together as a couple. I mean, I hear stories out there about other home business people that you know they deal with being in the office their home office all the time and working with their spouse or you know maybe not working with their spouse but interacting during the day what's it like to work together where you do
2: i i would say for the most part it's pretty awesome um we we do such a good job of not stepping on each other's toes that that's first and foremost like i am purposely over here on my i'm on my side of the business not, you know, telling her, Oh, I hate that design. You know, you don't know what you're doing. It's, this is all crap. You need to redo it. It's, you know, she'll come and ask me, you know, for an extra set of eyes and there's little bits of tweaks here and there, which is always appreciated. And then for me too, it's, I'm a little bit squirrely. So I love having my boss come to me and say, Hey, did you take care of this, this and this? She's like the best Reminder that I need to stay on on task because uh, I'm not as disciplined as, as my wife, who has been an entrepreneur a lot longer than me.
1: I think to generalize working with your spouse is that he really has an awful lot of respect for the fact that it was my business first. It was 15 plus years where it was just me. And now all of a sudden, he's coming on board. So he was so respectful about pushing this boundary and pushing that boundary. And that's not to say that we didn't argue. You know, we'd go for a walk and we would talk it out. Or he'd go to the garage and bang on things a little bit. And and then we'd come back and it would be okay. But the amount of respect that he comes forward with and the amount of allowing allowing me to be the creator. You know, there has to be give and take from both.
2: Yeah, we I I mean, we were happy enough that we got approached by uh, another couple to help co-write a book called partners and everything. So if anybody wants to check out that book, we, uh, I mean, we locked ourselves away for a good three or four days and we wrote about 80 pages worth of why, why you should work with your spouse, why it's a a good idea. And I still stand by it. I mean, it's been a couple of years since we wrote that book and I stand by everything that we've uh, written in that book because we're, it's fun to work with your spouse because you guys, like the two of us, are working towards the goal that we want to accomplish. Whereas so many people, you know, this person's working towards retirement, this person's working towards a vacation in a year, and things might not be aligned, right? But we're we're totally aligned on our, on our long-term plans, which I think is one of the most exciting things about working together.
0: What was the name of that book that you just mentioned?
2: Uh, Partners in Everything.
0: Partners and Everything. And I understand you have a second book. What's the name of that one?
1: That one's just a little guide. We did um, a conference during the pandemic. It was a virtual conference. And I just wanted to write just a little handbook to go along with it. Um,
2: It's It's called Elevate Your Brand. And it's a fun little, it's like a little allegory of climbing a mountain of, you know, building your brand, building your website, getting your SEO, getting your You're getting yourself out there for the world to find you and, you know, conquering that mountain as you start off as a, as a, as a new business owner. And
1: we're the Sherpas.
2: Yeah. And we're the Sherpas that lead you up the mountain. Yeah. (laughs) Love
0: that. Yeah. When we, when this show uh, feeds into the podcast realm, along with the podcast will be the descriptions and we'll find the links to these two books in the descriptions. So, You know, one thing that keeps coming up, it's come up for me, I even wrote about it on uh, LinkedIn this morning, is the role that AI is having in our industry, not only in art, because there's a lot of things that are going on in art with AI, but also in copywriting. What do you see as the role of AI in this industry?
1: I have to say that the role of AI for humanity in general freaks me out. It freaks me out a little bit and it makes me feel like I need to, like, wage a war on being human. However, I understand the value in AI for something like copywriting because it's a really good starting off point. If you can see it as a starting off point and then apply your human on top of that, then maybe you've got something.
2: For me, I would say AI. I've been using AI for writing and for SEO for a couple of years now and it's funny i mean i i still laugh at it because i mean i'm not i'm no genius but i'm still smarter than ai like it it's it's just taking information from wherever it can right that's that's it doesn't actually have intelligence it's just grabbing
1: it's a regurgitation tool
2: right so i i i mean i appreciate ai for when i'm stumped when i need ideas and all of a sudden i have you know give me a list of 30 ideas boom, 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 boom. Okay, great. Now I have all these different topics that I can, that I can speak about that I know about. And it's just, to me, it's, it's like a great uh, tool for when you have writer's block, but right. I, I know that there's people out there that are doing all sorts of crazy things, um, programming art. You know, I, I've heard all sorts of different songs sung by different people and they're using AI to have Hank Williams sing Katy Perry songs and all, all sorts of things. You can, so, I think that
1: part of the part of the problem though with AI and everybody having access to it is that everybody's content has been AI generated. Well, what makes you unique then? How are you invoking human emotion if everybody's using the exact same regurgitated information? I feel like there still has to be a thread of human woven through the content. So that it sets you apart from everybody else. I think that there's going to be this trajectory of human coming at us.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's that true. Kind of goes back. That goes back to the alchemy part where you're kind of downloading, you know, in- information, and it has to come through you as a as a translator. And pe- people are always going to be creating new and amazing things.
0: That is true, and I look at it all as. AI, especially for copywriting, since one of my functions is a copywriter, is really just a jumping off point. If you ask for, let's say, a LinkedIn article, and it, it provides you your parameters, well, then you've got this great outline that you could take these points and you can put them into your own words and your own language. And if you want to use humor, you can use humor, you know, you can put in the customer's pain points, all of those kind of things. So, yeah, I think that the last thing I really want to say about AI here today is this notion that, you know, people say AI is going to take away our jobs, but I really believe that it's people who learn to use AI are going to probably have a competitive edge in their jobs against people who are afraid of it. So, And
1: I think that the more people that use AI, it kind of boosts people like me, because I, like like you said, I have to have those downloads to be able to filter out the creative designs, which makes me completely unique from AI, right? So somebody still looking for something that's really pure has to go through a human.
0: Yes, it really does. Was there one short bit of advice you would give to a new business just getting started with their branding?
1: I would say do your research, ask around for a person who's had a really good experience with a branding strategist or a brand designer, because that word of mouth, like that experience, is so important. There's a lot of places out there you could go that are not going to be great fits for you. But I mean, that recommendation from a trusted source would be really great.
0: I think that's true with everything that uh, new businesses have to get involved in to have that recommendation from trusted sources, because there's so many traps and pitfalls out there. Is there anything I haven't asked that you'd like to bring up?
2: I would just say that uh, so many people out there just starting out don't realize that branding is so much more than just a logo. It's, uh, It's just that feeling that people get when they interact with your business or when they go to your to your website and oh i i want to like you everybody out there who has been to a terrible website kind of cringes and knows like oh this is like gross like it's like a dirty old garage i don't want to be in here and then you leave and you try and <laughs> you, you try and find uh, a you know a better representation of a company that you want to be affiliated with right like oh this this is some somebody that is obviously an authority, especially what in a in our type of business. Like, if we didn't have the best possible website, um, would people want to work with us?
1: And by best possible website, he means that reflects us. Right. If right. you're looking for, you know, that little bit magic, little bit transformative experience when you land on the site, that's the feeling you're going to get from it. And right. that doesn't resonate with everybody. And that's amazing because I don't want to attract everybody.
0: Yeah, you can't attract everybody. And I think that feeling that they get, that's where the alchemy takes place. Uh, I can't believe that, we're run- that we've run out of time. So if you would, please tell our audience the best way to contact you.
2: Well, the best way to contact us is to go through our website, kpdesign.ca. Or you can uh, email us at uh, alex at kpdesign.com. And Alex at kpdesign.ca as well. Excellent emails.
0: Excellent. Thank you. Thanks for being here with us today, and to our listeners, tune in every Wednesday at 11 a.m. for the Home Business Success Show here on BizRadio.us. Before I go, I want to tell you that there are some great resources available to home business owners. You are not alone in the wilderness in your home business. The Home Business Success Community has your back. We're an online membership support community of like-minded home business entrepreneurs. Contact me to find out more. Just go to bizradio.us, click on Shows, and then click on the Home Business Success Show where you find my photo for contact information. Remember, you can achieve success, freedom, and independence in your own home business I've done it, Alex and Kati have done it, and you can too. See you again next week. This is Hank Eater wishing all of you a fabulous day
2: of home business success. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you just heard, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. And be sure to visit bizradio.us to find hundreds of other engaging conversations, local events, and more.